Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brenning and Jack McEnroe. They'll be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining. This evening, I'm joined by Jack McEnroe. Jack, how are you? I'm lovely. How are you this evening? Good. Sorry about the little um, issue with trying to bring you on as we were starting the show. <laughs> I just heard, I heard, I heard dead silence. I'm like, I think something's wrong. Let me call back. <laughs> yeah, well, I kept clicking on it to bring you on, but it wouldn't let me do it. But whatever, that's what happened. So, how you been? Um, I'm really good. I'm really good. I just got back from uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I did an event there for the AIDS Care Service, and they have this really cool event once a year, which I did last year, called the Red Ribbon Fashion Fair. And uh, Haynes is based out of uh, Winston-Salem, and they give each uh, designer three Haynes T-shirts, and then they have to make an outfit inspired Kind of, it can be very abstractly inspired by HIV AIDS and then all the money, they raise money for the AIDS care, um, AIDS care service and they've actually come up with some really cool stuff. Um, you know, I think it has the potential to be even bigger. I, don't, I just don't think that the North Carolina area is a big design mecca, but, um, they, it, it was fun. So, so yeah, I'm doing yeah, good. That seemed like it would be right up your alley, you know, design and, Awareness yeah, awareness, you know, it, it's fun. It's fun. I mean, it's funny because judging, like, I'm the sole judge. I totally pick the winner and like first and second, and then there's a fan favorite that they that, that's voted on. But um, I don't like doing it. It's funny. It's just, it's like I feel bad for because I know these people try. You know, a lot of the work is really labor intensive, and it doesn't end up looking at all like t-shirts. Like, you know, they they construct jackets and make skirts with embroidery and quilting, and like it's really amazing. So. Um, and they don't get any payoff, you know, they're not, they, there's really no prizes, they just sort of get bragging rights, so, um, yeah, but it was fun. Well, they got to meet you, too, so I guess that's a bonus, right? I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, that's funny, that's funny. So, other than that, uh, anything else new going on? Um, no. It's like it's been forever. I- so, I know it has been forever. Well, I went down. I the winter here is I don't know how it's been in uh, your area, but um, it's been brutal. I mean, and I'm sure it's pretty, pretty brutal as well. So I at one point, you know, I went to Miami for a week, for a month. I was just like, I'm done here. I I, I planned the trip in three days, and I bought a ticket, and I just got the hell out of Dodge. So. So, yeah, it's kind of good to be back. It's still kind of a skating rink here in New York City. There's a lot of places, especially in Harlem, where they didn't really plot the streets very well. They're sort of like slip inside, but it's whatever. It's cool. Yeah, I saw that on the news, how they were doing a pretty bad job removing the snow up there in New York. Yeah. 
That's all right, though. I mean, a couple more months suffered through. Oh, and by the way, I um I got my you know I was I was had an offering on a little teeny condo in Miami. Did you know that? Well, anyways, I, I got it. it. Yeah. So I um well, yeah. And I don't know if I got it. Got it. I um it's a short sale, so it's a hot mess. But um they want us to close, and unless something goes very wrong, which is highly possible because the seller could be a mess, the building could be a mess, and the financials could all be a mess, but um, if everything goes according to plan, I will close at the, by the 4th of next month, so anytime you want to come on down to Miami, I have a place to stay. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I've never been. Yeah, it's really fun. It's just a cute little, I have no business buying a second home, but it was so cheap, and it's a fixer-upper, and my brother's a contractor, so it's all going to work out just fine. That's awesome. I was actually just down in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, for um, the ADAP crisis that um, conference they had down there. Um, yeah, and you guys talked about it last week. Tell me about that. Yeah, it was just very intense. It was just a lot of, you know, information, how they were knocking people that were receiving medication through ADAP off of the list. And, you know, it, it ended up causing a lot of noise down there and at least getting some coverage in Florida. They ended up uh, uh-huh. writing a letter. The ADAP Advocacy Association wrote a letter to the president Everybody there signed it. It was about 140 attendees, and it was just—it was a very interesting experience because it was different than the annual one that we do in July um, that we've been doing lately. So it was like a, an emergency crisis one because they were going to knock—I think it was almost 3,000 people off of ADAP that would have been on this waiting list, so they wouldn't have been able to get meds. So it was like this last-minute two months that we put this thing together, and thank God we did because, like I said, they made a Band-Aid for it and fixed it for now where people are receiving their meds, but eventually, you know, that could go away. So we have to keep right. working for it. But we just actually, um, we just released two uh, PSAs that you may be seeing on um, some TV stations sometime soon. Uh, they're all over the Internet now. I blogged about it. They're on the body um, and on my regular blog. Um, but they're ADAPT-focused about, you know, people living, you know, using ADAPT and how they're surviving and what it means to them. So people can go check that out um, over at, um, ADAPTAdvocacyassociation.org under the media. The PSA. And for great. people that just don't know what a lifesaver ADAP really is, it's like if you, you know, it, it varies from state to state. It's very state regulated, although it's kind of a federal program, but it's state regulated. And, um, you know, if you make under a certain amount of money, I think in New York it's like $45,000 and it's lower, obviously, in, in other areas, but, you know, medication, and if you don't have health insurance, medication can be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. So, you know, it provides free medication for people. And um, and it's it's a lifesaver. I mean, it literally is a lifesaver to a lot of people. And without that, people are going to start dying again because, they, you know, I mean, you can't afford, if you can't, if you're making less than, you know, thirty twenty thousand dollars a year. You can't afford two thousand dollars a month for meds. So it's a scary thing. Yeah, no, it's it it is scary. I mean, I was on it for a short period of time, and then I had to get off it because I had that surgery, so I needed real insurance. And long story short, eventually I'm going to have to go back on some sort of ADAPT for my own, you know, medications. And it's important that people know that people don't go on ADAPT to to stay on ADAPT forever. You know what I mean? It's not something that I plan to live on forever. If I can get a job and get benefits, obviously I would then of course. myself off to know that. But, well, because you know, ADAP, is re- 
Well, ADAP is, let's make it clear, it's really medications. And then I think there's ADAP Plus that covers some home care and a few other things, and you can, but it's it's meds. It's not, like, if you break your arm, you're still screwed. You know, it's not, it's not full insurance. You don't, you can't go into a regular hospital and say, oh, I have ADAP, and, like, you know, a lot of people don't take right. it. And it's for just basic survival medication. It's, it's, you know, it's not a free ride by any means. It's not the ideal situation, but it is a lifesaver. Yeah, that was some of the responses that I had from the blog that I put up that they were asking, you know, is it something that you're getting to live off of? Is it something that people are using and abusing the system? And I go, it's not like that. You know, it's about getting medicine to to live a normal, quote, unquote, normal life. It's not about, right. you know, milking the system. So right. I just want to make that clear. Uh, one of the other things we mentioned in last week's uh, show that I wanted to kind of clear up is we had uh, people calling in and giving this different messages of what was uh, true about the medications that are shipped. I spoke with um, somebody in regards to what medications are shipped over to different countries, and they're the same medications that we get here. They're not medications that are no longer used in the United States that are now sent there. They're the same, you know, the medications that I take so and, and you take and, you know, people that are on medications take because there was a little bit of a uh, confusion about that last week. They thought that we were sending over medications that had horrible side effects to them. Um, okay. And we didn't want to use them in the U.S. So I just wanted to clear that up, that that wasn't how it works and how it really is. And how, um, speaking of that, how has your journey so far with medication been? I know you're, like, how long has it been since you've been on meds? Um, December was a year, so a little bit over a year. Uh, my oh, it's been a long time. God. Time flies when you got HIV, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I've been all right. I, I think I get a little bit moodier a little bit more uh-huh. anxiety. Um, but other than that, just a little insomnia at night, I have issues sleeping, but my 8 o'clock coffee doesn't help either. What do you um, What do you take, if you don't mind me asking? Travada and Icentris. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, well, you know, I think everything obviously affects everyone differently, so it doesn't sound, it sounds like you're handling it fairly well. Yeah, should be pretty cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also, when I was down a, at the ADAP Summit, I was actually able to meet uh, Mark King. I don't know if you've ever met him. Oh, yes, um, honey. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's friggin' awesome, okay? He's a piece uh, of work. Actually, <laughs> he's awesome. He's awesome. His video, he did a video there, and it was hilarious um, about the ADAP Summit, his blog. Um, but I also got to meet Sherry Lewis for the first time, and that was, uh, you know, a, a kind of awesome moment to meet her because I've been, you know, friends with her online for a couple of years now. And right, right. It's nice to actually meet, meet people in person. And she was a hoot the whole way. We had so much fun. She drives like a grandma. She was so funny. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, Mark King yeah, and I did a video hoot. at the, the last USAID conference. Was it in San Francisco? I can't even remember. I traveled my ass off. But, um, but yeah, he – and then he edited it. And, like, it was so funny how he edited it. Like, he made it – the, the interview was very sedate, and then he edited. He voiced over a ton of it and made it seem like we were boyfriends, but but we really weren't. And like, he's such a weirdo. It was hilarious, and um, it it was just funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's a hoot. He wants to. Um, we're going to do one when I. I'm actually uh going to be presenting at the Positive Living Conference. Uh huh. Down in Fort Walton, so um, we're going to put a video together down there. I'm going to teach him how to play soccer. <laughs> Oh, that should be interesting. 
Yeah, right. All right. Well, tonight we actually uh, have our guest on the line. Nate is somebody who's been on the show before. Um, he's come on and, and shared his personal stories in past episodes. And tonight he's going to come on and share a little bit of that, but also touch on the upcoming cruises that he does. Uh, Nate and a gentleman by the name of Paul run um, these HIV-positive cruises for people you know, that obviously are living with HIV and their friends, but they have a gay cruise, and then they also have um, a straight cruise that you can uh, join. So, you know, it's for everyone. It's not just for gay people or a lot of people have that assumption. So he's going to come on and talk about all that and his uh, new radio show that he does here now on Blog Talk Radio called Stonewall Live. So please help me welcome Nate Clarkfield. Hello, Nate. Hey, Robert. Hey, Jack. How are you doing? Hey. Good. Okay. Everything good with the sound? Yeah, we're great. Sound fine. Okay, great. Um, thanks, thanks for having me on. I just want before we start, uh, this is a, a very special day in my life. This is February thirteenth. This is my sixteenth anniversary of my HIV, AIDS, and cancer diagnosis, and it's also my seventh anniversary of my domestic partnership. Two things that I never thought were going to happen after nineteen ninety five. So uh, every February thirteenth is kind of a special day for me. So I'm sharing it with you. Awesome. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. We made it. We're all going to make yes, it. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Too many, too, too many, many years to come, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, cool. Um, let me just, uh, you know, start by how I got into this whole thing with the HIV cruises. Up. Um, about 11 years ago, um, I moved to Fort Lauderdale. Paul Stahlbaum, who is a travel agent with about 35 years' experience in cruises and gay trips all over the world, from Yugoslavia to Russia to Hong Kong, he drags, you know, gay people all over the, all over the world. And he moved here from Philadelphia. He was running a support group at the Gay and Lesbian Community Center, and my, I uh, I was in the support group. And a little bit later, my partner joined me in the support group also. Uh, my partner is what is a is a psychiatrist. He was the uh, psychiatrist for the gay community in Dallas for 25 years. So he's he's much much nicer than I am. You know, I get I get bitchy. He's kind of normal. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, Paul asked me if uh, we would come on the cruise as co-hosts because I, he was having so much. He spends he does he's the coordinator. He's the founder of the cruise. Uh, he started it with a hetero cruise. He ran it for. Six or seven years just with heteros because there was almost nothing out there for the hetero groups. And now it's this is the 12th year for the hetero cruise and the eighth year for the gay men's uh, uh, pause cruise. And I'm happy to say that we already have 175 deposits in and we're nine months out, which is a really uh, good deal. So we're we're real happy and uh so then, do you have any questions right away? Or well, just- yeah, actually, like tell tell if someone were interested in going on it, like I'll, I'm like me, um, yeah. I'm because I'm very intrigued. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise. I think Uh-oh. it sounds really fun. How, what, where would I go? What would I do? How do I do okay. it? Great, good question. First thing you do is you go to our website. If you're a gay man, um, or uh, we have actually had three lesbians with us last year as friends of gay men. Uh, it's for people who are either. Affected or infected with HIV, the, the, the gay cruise is HIVcruise.com, spelled out just like that. It's uh, on the show page for the gay men's cruise. Uh, you'll see the, the prices and the, where we're going. We're going November 5th through 12th, 2011. We sail in and out of Fort Lauderdale, round trip from Fort Lauderdale. We're going on the Crown Princess, which is a gorgeous ship. We've been on it three times. Uh, and we are going to... 
we, we're doing three stops in seven days. It's seven night cruise, and uh, we're going to Princess K, Aruba, and Curacao. We're going really far. We're going just about forty wow. miles. Well, I know. We're going almost to South America this year. Uh, being the 12th year of the cruise, the eighth year for the for the gay men's cruise, um, we try to mix it up, and it's it's really hard to find new new places to go. So, uh, But I'm going to talk to you about some of the other little things that are, are unique about the HIV pause cruise that are even, I'm going to say the word Atlantis and RSCP, which you don't get on the Atlantis and RSCPs or, or just going with a bunch of guys. Right. Um, well, first of all, uh, we create a totally uh, safe space. Probably the big question that I get like a hundred times, either in person or by emails or or in my little, my, my little Twitter lives, is is the whole ship filled with pause people? And the answer is no. We're part of a large ship, and and we're we're you know two or three hundred people uh, as a group. We don't call ourselves obviously the HIV pause cruise on the ship. We're called cruise retreat. Uh, we self-identify on the ship, which is kind of cool. The way you know, the way you don't have to do this, you you don't have to do any disclosure because when you check in, there's people like me that put this uh, cute little. I'm wearing it now so to remember to talk about it. We have these little rainbow uh, rubber uh, little like the little wrist, wristbands that say cruise retreat. We also have name tags are self-identified that say cruise retreat with your name and where you're from. Um, Usually there are 20 or 30 groups on the sh- on each ship now. This is a big thing now is to travel in groups. Um, so we and we we call ourselves a cruise retreat. We never say the word HIV. We train people through our through our emails and 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 correspondence to use the word recipe. So we have the recipe that we talk about. And that's a big joke <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> it is. It's really funny. But but no. We and I've done this like. Dozens of times, and there, we have never ever had an incident of anyone being outed or harassed or anything at all. In fact, um, I'm part of the group of guys that goes around the first night, finds a disco, and makes it the gay disco. And that's usually the most popular disco on the ship after we take over because, uh, you know, we. Well, we as always, hello, the gays make everything fun. I know. <laughs> We also have dress-up parties. You know, we had a, we had a red party. We've had a white party. We've had a black party. We've had costumes. Yeah, party. you know, Nate, that was one of the things. Um, I was checking out your website earlier, and I, I saw this video that you posted up. I guess it's a new video. I haven't uh, seen it before. Yes. And it was uh-huh. you know, about the cruise, and it was really awesome because it really gave people um, right. kind of like a, a look at what, what it is that you're doing because not only are you going and, you know, suntanning and swimming and going on a cruise and enjoying all the beauty of all that, we also have workshops set up that are, you know, right. that are put on by people that are living with HIV. And I saw one of the videos, it was you, and then you had Mark King who was there. Who right. Did things. What, how, are these like in separate rooms where people are not, you know, close right. enough to hear you have these workshops where nobody can walk in? Because I'm just Let curious because I've never done this and it sounds really awesome. Right. A lot of people don't, you know, you, the, most people who have never taken a cruise or have been on a cruise as a just a, a, a guest, you know, and, a, and they just see the open big spaces, don't realize that the new business and the reason these cruises are doing so well is they're filled with real estate agents getting their licenses, doctors getting their licenses, uh, nurses, pharmacists, and they go on these cruises and cruise and learn. So the newer ships, the, the, we always go on the brand new ships less than three or four years old. They're all equipped with hotel room type meeting rooms. In fact, we we just walk in with and give them our stick for PowerPoints. Everything's set up with microphones. 
uh, we, we have, there's private rooms just like you would have in a hotel room with a with the little speakers and the and the uh, the projectors and everything. So um, I'm glad you asked that question. We had nine this time. I think we had nine programs and four parties in eight days. So that's 13, 14, 13 programs, not including the excursions. And um, for example, I run a, a, an infamous. It's kind of funny. It's good, I, I make it. I make. I have a one hour's presentation called "Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About HIV But Were Afraid to Ask," and it's turned into a, a kind of a, a comedy routine. And then we uh, we have questions, but we get everyone. We have on the cruise. We get people everywhere from three weeks diagnosed to twenty five, thirty years. Um, so we get a great, a huge range of, of people with information and misinformation and things like that. So that's one of the things we run. Uh, Nelson Vergel was on the last cruise. He ran one on aging, of course. Uh, did another one on new. Do you have the same concept every year as regards no. to like speakers and presentations? Do you no. have a newly diagnosed like um, I guess you want to say uh, a like meeting or? Yeah, we do. We, we always have the, the, the we always have an HIV 101. And we always have a newly diagnosed um, group because you know that's something that that's very important to us. Uh, we found out we get people from Pocatello, Idaho, who have never met another HIV positive person every single year. I've got a whole I had my posse, and they're supposed to call in if they don't, they get smacked in the head. Um, I have a whole list of fun of, of I, I had them I had my friends that we, I've made on the cruise I've made hundreds of friends all over the country but some of the saddest stories I've heard uh, were people that have come up to me and said this is the only time I've ever been able to talk to anyone with HIV we take it for granted I live in Fort Lauderdale um, which is you know a bubble of the world you know Jack lives in New York that's a different bubble but right, uh, right. yeah I mean you know being HIV positive here is like being Swedish. Right. <laughs> not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah, it's, that's about as ex- as exotic as it is. You know, I mean, it's just kind of like you know, I'm. It's not not a huge deal, but I mean, I get a lot of th- people that go from you know, I'm I'm from a, I'm going to read one here. I'm from a small town, and now I have twenty plus close friends. Thank you for the delightful week. Um, I have found you're the only people I've met, pause people that in, are enjoying life, which is kind of. Really interesting because the words that people are using uh, are just amazing. Um, but that's the that's those are the, the big questions. And if you get on our our website, you can see what, some of the things we do. But and then I'm going to kind of stop talking for a minute. But um, we we the, not only do we do all those nine lectures, whether we do we did a relationship lecture this year with how to uh, how to make your how to uh, what what goes into a relationship. Are you ready for a relationship? Things like that. Uh, my partner has done stuff on depression um, and, and diagnoses and things like that. We've had Dr. Mike Wolfiler on the cruise several times in a row uh, doing some incredible stuff. Uh, he also does one-on-ones with people. We encourage people to bring their labs with them. There are, there are nurses and doctors on the board. I think we had one, two, three. We had four MDs with us this year, whether they were uh, a, a positive cruisers themselves or, or part of the uh, – entourage of, of people who gave lectures. Um, but I, one last thing I would do want to tell people is that when we do, you know, if you've been on a cruise, you know, there's all these shore excursions, like you go zip lining and whitewater rafting and fishing and touring. We do all of those together. Um, Paul Stahlbaum is an amazing travel agent, and uh, 
he has been in, in the Caribbean like for 35 years. So we do, we do private version. Uh, and what that means is we get off the ship, we meet, we have an, we have our own bus, we have our own boat. We we you know we had 120 guys uh, went on a catamaran and went snorkeling in the pouring rain this year. It was just we we were stuck in a pouring rain. And if had we been on like a you know a regular Princess Carnival whatever cruise, everyone would have been complaining. We thought it was hilarious. We all we all bundled together. It started doing the Macarena all all wet, but. <laughs> It's a very strange group, but but you do a lot of bonding and stuff like that. But we do all of our shore excursions together, uh, so that nobody cares if you need a, you need five extra potty breaks or you know you chicken out. And uh, there are two videos, Robert. Uh, there's that there's a video on the website HIV uh, uh which is a short one. And then if you go to Mark King's YouTube channel. Uh, and you look out under My Fabulous Disease on the YouTube channel, uh, and you, you punch in HIV cruise, My Fabulous Disease, you'll see a nine-minute one. And I, I, if you're really interested in the cruise and you've seen the short one, the long one um, has about eight or ten interviews with cruisers that have let us use their faces and names and talk about what why they went on the cruise, what they expected, uh, things like that. You'll also see some of the ridiculous things we do, like uh, we have a spa day outside. We we all bring uh, face masks and put it on at the same time. And the people on the ship are, are they know we're gay. Um, but last year we were there were two gay groups on the ship. We were we were a hundred and eight, two hundred and something, and they were the sixty of another group. Uh, three or four years ago, we were on a. Um, uh, NCL trip out of out of uh, California went to the, to the Mexican Riviera and there were four gay groups on our ship, so it was pretty crazy. But uh, so we so really wait, how different? Uh, obviously, the, the 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 straight cruise or the hetero cruise is going to be different from the gay cruise. What are some things that the, the hetero cruise um, does that maybe the gay cruise doesn't? That that we can talk a little bit about that cruise and how that okay, may help sure. you know people that are. Right, because I I do I do the group I do the 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 I do a sex ed. Uh, I, I I after I was a dentist I taught high school and I was a sex ed educator and then now I'm an HIV educator. And uh, for the hetero group we run separate uh, a separate HIV 101. We run a separate uh, kind of a sex ed class. Um, many of them uh, don't have the services. They're afraid to go to support groups. Mixed, the mixed support groups, they're, they're kind of separate. And they also have different health issues. First of all, you have women. So there's a whole different, you know, you don't have to talk top and bottom with women. And so I have to be careful and <laughs> things like that. And, and there, aren't, there are different issues. And, and the, the thing that I've noticed is that completely threw me the first time I did it was most of the hetero HIV positive people are interested in having families. Uh, they're interested in either fathering children or having children. So there's that whole issue of how do you prevent this? What are the post-exposure prophylaxis? Uh, what's the sperm washing? What are the chances? Uh, you know, things like that. So we have a, a a completely different take on that. The second thing is they get married. <laughs> they were on the cruise. Uh, well, they don't get married on the cruise, but they get married pretty quick. A lot of the hetero people that come on the cruise are really going to get married pretty soon. This is the only place they get to meet. Uh, there is no 
Paz.com for heteros. I mean, Paz I Am is the only thing I've seen where there's a there's an interaction. Of course, it's not a dating site, so I I don't know of a of a of a hetero Paz dating dating site or any kind of a place where where people like that can meet up. And and they really are living this 25, 30 years behind us as far as disclosure and uh, uh, being able to, to to live with it, tolerate it. Uh, they have to hide it more, especially the men who are straight have to constantly, and they, they've told me this almost in tears, you know, that, that the gay men are the only ones that accept them for being straight. Everybody else assumes they're gay and they're hiding it. But, you know, we, we, we don't, you know... We we really do we we understand that you get the disease you get the disease and then you know right. chapter two then you move on, but so there's there's a lot of bonding I I can't imagine doing this cruise without the straight people it's they're 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 hilariously um, they're kind of naive at the beginning and then by the end they're like your best friend you can't even tell who's the straight and who's the gays because we're all we all mix up together but we do have separate <laughs> programs. Uh, obviously, uh, for that reason. But the straight women are the ones who want to dance with us all the time. So we have kind of like a little competition there at night on the disco. But but we don't go home with that. That's them, so. funny. We're, yeah, we're, that's we're, funny. Um, just real quick, Nate, I want to uh, open up uh, the phone lines and allow people to call in. You guys can reach okay. us here at 347-215-9442. If you've been on the cruise and want to give some feedback, that'd be great. Share your experience with us. I have a question here in the chat room, and uh, they're wondering if you do any workshops that are focused on uh, issues of HIV-positive youth. HIV-positive youth. No, I, the, we've had some twenty. We've had. We've actually had some twenty-year-olds and twenty-one-year-olds uh, on the cruise, uh, newly diagnosed. But we have not done anything with anyone, anything younger, you know, than that. Not, not specifically youth. No. Well, that kind of makes sense. I mean, obviously, there's you know, I would assume most of the cruisers are in their twenties at minimum, and you know, I mean, it's not something that teenagers are going to be running out out and doing. But um, uh, my question was just to follow up on the logistics of it all. So you said there was like a hundred and seventy-five dollar deposit. Is that correct? And then, um, okay, and and then go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, 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 I mean, the fees are are, are due. There's a hundred dollar deposit right now that uh, runs to the end of February, and then it goes to two hundred dollars after after March first. Uh, prices are about seven hundred dollars for an inside cabin, up to twelve hundred dollars a person for a suite, and about about nine hundred for the balcony. Most the most most of the people either get an inside cabin or a or a balcony. And um, I, I do want to let, let you talk here for a minute, but I want you to know that we're the only gay cruise that actually does a matchmaking. In other words, if you don't have a, a roommate, uh, you don't have to like it, like when you go like on an RSVP cruise, you have to you know make the reservation as a roommate, you know, as a pair because or pay double and have a room to yourself. But we actually match people with smoking age, you know, things like that. You know, early riser, late riser. We ask a little, we we send a little questionnaire and we play matchmaker. It's kind of fun. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jack. And then the, my last question in regards to that is, do you have a, cap, a limit, like a cap? Do you only book for, let's say you said you had 100, 106, 120 people. Do you, are you going to, you know, if you get 200 people, are you done? Or are you just going to keep letting people sign up? 
um, we we think we can handle. We 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 have we've, we we're we're going to shoot for three hundred this year. That makes it a little hard. There's four co-hosts, and we have to play Lassie and make sure everybody's in their seats and everybody moves around and everybody knows where to be the next time. And I think if there were more than three hundred, I'd go crazy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Julie from the Love Boat. I have the clipboard for for right. Them. Yeah. You're sending people off to play shuffleboard, girl. Right, right. You better argue, <laughs> girl. I don't see you working, you know. And you know, I, I go around and I've got, I know, I know the gym schedules and the massage schedules and stuff. But yeah, but like everyone to be on the on the dock at seven fifteen for the for the catamaran and stuff like that. So three hundred is about our our limit. That uh, makes they, sense. They do let us sit together, which is kind of interesting. We do eat dinner together every night. Uh, we, cool. The, the, yeah, the dining rooms are huge. They're monstrous. So we, we just take a late seating where there's more, more to do. And uh, we have one giant area that's that's just ours. And people don't have assigned seats. They can sit wherever they want, and they just kind of filter in. And, and uh, if, I don't, if I see people sitting you know, alone, I grab them and make them sit with other people. But that's my job. <laughs> that's what Julie does, honey. That's right. <laughs> Everyone better have a fucking good time. <laughs> I do that all the time. And, and I, I want you to hear my – I got. we get evaluations. You know, Paul is – Mark King and Paul – Mark King was our MC this year. He emceed all of our events. He introduced us all, and, you know, he likes to be, you know, MC. And he made, he made the video, by the way. He's too. a mouth, honey. He's a mouth. Yes. And he, <laughs> He refers to my partner and myself as Patsy and Adina. <laughs> so that I don't know. Sounds very Mark. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one I am, but but yeah, I do. I do. I'm around there all the time. So, uh, but it is a great opportunity, and I, I really, uh, if you've never been on a cruise, it's a great way to start one because you'll never have another one like that again. Uh, we have some free cocktail parties. Paul does not take the full. Um, commission he gives back uh that's why the, the prices are so low the prices are very low compared to uh what they would be in season and uh we also get a residual uh and we over the last 11 years we have donated $45,000 to aid service organizations all over the country uh from our 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 profits and stuff so uh, I don't get paid for this, by the way. I do this as a volunteer thing, so I want you to know that. Paul Paul is a travel agent, and this is his livelihood. He does this, and he does the bear cruises. The famous bear cruises are his, too. Awesome. I know. It's kind of like... Well, I'm I'm definitely looking into it. I've never been on a cruise, and I keep saying I'm going to go on one, and I'm it's, very, it's totally peaked my interest. I'm very, um, I'm very interested to see what it's all about. Yeah, but, but you know, get, go look at the the video that's on the HIV Cruise website, and then also uh, look at Mark King's uh, YouTube page and look for that one. That's the long one, and you'll actually see interviews, and you'll see that you know it's not hundred year old, eighty year old, hundred eighty year old men, you know, l- lurking. Where every age group, every shape, every size, you know, it's it's kind of fun after a couple of days to go out. We have an area, we have a little reserved area where we uh, sunbathe and pool, go to the pool. And it's always kind of fun to see people not worried about having a little belly and the, you know, um, Roman shade butts and the little faces cushioned in. You know, nobody cares. It's like, you know, who gives a shit? So, yeah. Do we have any callers? If my posse didn't call in, they're in trouble. (laughs) I do have somebody on hold, but they're not hitting one to speak to the host. If you're on hold and would like to speak with us, please press the. Uh, number one button, so you will be connected to the host. 
You can reach us at 347-215-9442. There's a question coming out of the chat room, and uh, the gentleman, Jeremy, says he's never been on a cruise, and are there any formal attire requirements? Good question. There are two formal nights. Everyone dresses. uh, For dinner, you have to wear a collared shirt and dark slacks. You can wear flip-flops, but you can't wear shorts. You can't wear a tank top in the formal dining room, and that's where we eat dinner together every night because we like to eat. And uh, there are two formal nights. Uh, You can choose not to eat in the dining room those nights, or you can wear a a tuxedo, or you can wear a, a, a sport coat and a tie and a shirt. So and, and and some nice slack. So you don't really have to get the whole tuxedo and the pant leather shoes up. But uh, over the years, I've gone to thrift shops and I've got a bunch of fun tuxedos. So, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, most a lot of people just wear a sport coat and a and a and a, and a collared shirt with a with a tie, and, and that's not a big deal. But but some people don't come at all, and they they just don't want to put on a sport coat. They don't want to put on a tie, and they can just eat in the buffet. You, there are like seven restaurants. That you can eat at besides. The well, yeah, meal. man. I think we're. I, I have never been on a cruise, but basically now these are massive, floating luxury hotels, right? Like yeah. they have, exactly. they have multiple yeah. restaurants, multiple dance clubs, multiple. I, I mean, they're they're amazing. So yeah, it, it, it's not like you're going on the SS Minnow and you no, know taking no, a three-hour no. tour. <laughs> they, you barely you. Bare, if it's your first time on this shit, on this particular on the Crown Princess, you will barely see all of the restaurants and lounges. I mean, there's you'll read about one, you'll go, where in the hell is that one? You know, or I never saw right. that it, it, because of, because it's. I think this one is 16 stories tall. I think one of the yeah we and it's ridiculous because one of the funniest things about this particular ship, and as I said, I've been on it three times now. This is my fourth time on on the this this particular ship. Um, the gym, which is a great gym, it's a beautiful gym. It's got like you know, hundred treadmills and and all the all the all the weights and all the stuff up there, but it's on the sixteenth floor. And if you know anything about physics, you know that if there's a little rocking at the bottom, it's about <laughs> seven times as much up at the top. And so you get a lot of people falling off the treadmills and you know. That's hilarious. That is that is so amazing. I would pay to go on a cruise just to see that. <laughs> who can take physics that knows that if there's a little bit of shaking at the bottom, the top is going to move a lot. And it, it's a beautiful view because all of the treadmills and stairmasters and ellipticals are in a giant circle in this room and with floor-to-ceiling glass looking out at the, over the ocean. And, you know, what, what I always think is hilarious is that there's a little TVs up there, and people are tuned into television watching, like, Fox News and CNN. I'm going, what, man, you got the ocean out there. Come on, give me a break. But, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's an absolutely gorgeous uh, gym. If the gym is great, but it's like if, if there's a little bit of disturbance out there, you know, you get a little bit. The seasickness isn't that bad. You know, the rooms are on the 8th, 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th floor, and there's not there's not much shaking down there. But... This this place has a gelati, 24 hours a day pizza. It has a gelati factory. It's got an Italian. I think this one has an Italian theme, and it has a couple of Italian restaurants, a couple of steakhouses, some Mexican. And every night, one of the rooms, one of the one of the things changes from Filipino to Indian food and things like that. So if you don't want to mm-hmm. eat them. Nights, there's other there's a, so basically, there's a wide variety, you know what I mean, that, that oh my people God. can choose from. I, I, I have a caller, so I want to Good. bring area code 619 onto the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, dear. This is uh, Kelly in San Diego. 
Um, I'm curious what size ship is this? Um, uh, how, how big is the how big is the ship? Maybe you guys covered this. I don't know. I have some people talking. No, and... we, we haven't. This is the uh, largest princess ship. It's 3,600 passengers. 3,600. Yeah. yeah, I was on one of the. I went on my first cruise last year. Um, it wasn't gay or anything, but um, it was uh, the um, Carnival. Uh-huh. How, how does it compare to Carnival? It's um, it's it's. It, I, I I can tell you exactly. You know all the you know Carnival Princess. Uh, Holland America, Canard, uh, it's all one company, you know that, right? All seven, they, everything but uh, Celebrity and Royal Caribbean are one company. Um, Carnival is like the entry-level cruise line. The rooms are a little smaller. There's a, a fewer uh, staff people. Uh, Princess is, is about 25 to 30% up in, in, in quality. The food's better. There's more choices. Uh, the beds, the rooms are bigger. You're going to have about another 15, 20 square feet of, of living space in the rooms. Um, you'll have more choices, so it's a little less. Uh, there, there's almost no kids because because of, of the time of year. Um, so really, it, it, it's just a little bit. It, I would say if you are what, what carnival ship are you on? Because I usually I kind of know most of the ships. I've turned it's into called a fascination or something like that. Fascination went down to the Bahamas. Okay, yeah, that's a mid-level. That's not even the high-end uh, carnival ship. So this is going to be a huge change for you. This is the highest end. It's called the Jewel Line. There's the Ruby, the Emerald, and the Crown, and the Sapphire Princess. Those are the those are the uh, the pieces and sons of the princess ships. And and the Crown is their crown. Uh, that's what they call it. And that's what we're on. And uh, and it's uh, Italian Palazzo is the theme of the entire ship. So there's marble and you know, you know, grand staircases and all sorts of fun things in there to take pictures of. And there's shopping. There's three. There's a little shopping mall. There's a three-story shopping mall in the center of the ship. Awesome. <laughs> sounds, sounds nice. Yeah, it's a huge. Yeah, it, it, it sounds a lot it, better than one I was on. Yeah, it is. It, it, yeah, you were on a <laughs> middle ship. This is this this ship is a thousand feet long. And you will you will travel from one end to the other because the the dining rooms are at one end, the meeting rooms are at the other, the gyms at one end, the pools are at the other, and uh, so yeah, it, it's a thousand feet long, and I don't know how how wide it is, but it's pretty big. So yeah, it's it. This is going to be a little bit nicer nicer trip. We're one day shorter than the carnival. We usually take eight eight day cruises. Now we're taking a seven day cruise because we wanted a little nicer ship, and the and the beds are nicer. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks, Kelly. Okay. All right, my my posse didn't call. They're really in trouble. I, I mean, have I, other people sitting here. I just don't know if they haven't hit one and they don't know what they're doing. So I'm just going to bring yeah, them on anyway. Cause they're should, all skyping. So hello, caller. Yeah. You're on the air. Hello. Okay, that one is not there. Let's see, caller. You're on the air. <laughs> no. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. So I have a question here um, out of the okay. chat room from Jeremy. He wants to know: Has there been any issues with carrying meds on the ship? None. None at all. Um, we um, I, 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 we put out a, an FAQ uh, on it. We have a Yahoo group that's closed only for people who are registered to go on the cruise. And uh, between myself and a couple of the other doctors, uh, we put out a little things on how to do this. I, we always say pack your meds first, pack your meds first, pack your meds first. Somebody always forgets their meds. Um, there, there, <laughs> there are no restrictions in any of these countries. Uh, if you're an American citizen, we did have, you know, we did have um, 
a couple of issues because this we've had people from Israel, we've had people from Europe, we've had people from uh, Canada come to uh, on the on the cruise. It's a, it's an international cruise, um, which is very cool. But until last until this year, actually last year they were actually illegal. They actually could not really come back into the United States with their with their meds. But we've never had an issue uh, with that in, in customs. But yes, you should be traveling um, with with your with your meds. Uh, if you're an American citizen, there's no problem anymore because you you can come in back and forth. If you're a Canadian citizen, there's still there now. There's no tr- trouble at all. Obama finally lifted that uh, restriction. Uh, the United States and horrible places like Saudi Arabia, North Korea, and China, uh, you could not come into the United States with, with HIV if you were not an American citizen until very recently. We had a ban. Uh, actually, so of course, if you've got HIV meds and they're recognizable, but no, right? Yeah, the stewards will give you. You can get a little. There's a little refrigerator in every room if you're on uh, if you have Fusion or Calitra or um, you know any, right, anything right. to be medicated. Yeah. So basically, it, it, it'll be you know you haven't had any issues and it'll be done. I have another caller. I just want to bring yeah. them on. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Nate, it's Brett. Hey, Brett, what's up? Um, I was wondering, what were some of the excursions that were going to happen? What are going to excursions going to happen? We're going to do. Um, we're going to have the the big excursion that we all love and love and have is that we have a private uh, catamaran for the gay men for snorkeling, and we get this giant catamaran. If you don't know what a catamaran is, it's two giant pontoons and a big thing in the middle where you can uh, uh, sunbathe in a little place underneath. We go out and, and snorkel, and then we have a private barbecue. That's our big. That, that's that's hilarious. That's a ton of fun. We're going to do a zip lining uh, in a in Aruba. I think we may do a horseback riding one in Curacao. I know we're going to do a tour of the city because uh, a lot of people want to see some of the old uh, architecture. Uh, there is a rumor that by the time we get down to Curacao, they will be the first nation in the Caribbean to have gay marriage. Uh, I don't know if you know the political things that's going on with Aruba or in Curacao, the ABC Islands. Uh, they were called the Dutch Antilles. They were a protectorate of the Netherlands. They are changing over as a full colony of the Netherlands, and their money is actually going to the euro, and they are going to be forced been on force, but they're going to be doing gay marriage. So we have people on awesome. the I know, so I'm going to have to like arrange marriages, like a wedding. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done wedding planning. It's going to be a new one for me. But yeah, right. th- those excursions. And 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 as I said, the excursions that you do through through us are just our group. You don't go with with the princess people or or strangers at all. So, and we do have a lot of time. Uh, this year we have three, three, three big days, so it's good. I'm assuming as well, though, if you if you wanted to, you have all access to the ship, and like if someone wanted to go on something else, that they offer that stuff to them, correct? Correct, that's right. We don't offer like fishing and game hunting, but people like to do that. No. <laughs> yeah. When you make the reservation through Princess, you do get a list of all the excursions, and some people, you know, want to do a specific excursion. You know, they don't they don't want to do anything athletic. Uh, they don't want to be in the sun. You know, they want to do something in a bus. Uh, we've had handicapped people, and I, I do want to explain that we've had uh, a couple of handicapped people on the ship, uh, on the cruise, uh, some blind people, uh, some people in wheelchairs, and of course, they're not going to be going on 
on some of the um, high activity cruises, and so they they would go they would go on like the bus trips to the cities and stuff like that, or the or the cruises. Um, I think in Aruba we're going to be one of the things that we are offering is a um, uh, a tour of the island on uh, segways. I, I'm not doing that one. I, I've decided I'm scared of segways. That's and interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared of those. <laughs> Hey, um, I know you just um, started off a, a new project, um, a, a radio show here on Blog Talk Radio. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Sure. Um, the last uh, 10 or 11 years, I've been uh, everything from cook and bottle washer to board chair of America's largest gay and lesbian library, the Stonewall Library and Archives. And we were trying to branch out and get some younger more excited people into the into the program. So I started a blog talk radio show because you did. I, if you can do it, I can do it, right? And it's mm-hmm. called Stone Alive, the best of gay and lesbian book, film, and media talk. And I, it's been amazing. I've only done it for five weeks. By the way, Brock, who just called in, was my first guest. Uh, he's a, a intern with the uh, Houston a convention and visitors bureau in the gay and lesbian side. I wanted that whole thing. I'm getting young people, young authors, young voices, things like that, and uh, just trying to keep it really interesting. That that our literary culture, that the gay literary culture, isn't a bunch of old poems by Walt Whitman. Though I love those. Um, so I'm getting some young, young, exciting people. Uh, we're going to have Reich and Lemkill in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have Sean Strub on on the 24th. You're going to have him on the 27th, right? I think yeah. you got February 27th. That's yeah, funny. that's so funny. Reagan literally, while we were, he just texted me while we were talking. And the other thing is, I'm actually writing a book right now. I'm in the middle of oh, it, and so I'm going to be on your show when well, it's published. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to premiere the book at the library? You're going to, since you live in Miami. Up to four well, hours. you know, it's, it's I got a I got a lot of work to do. Uh, it's, it's a yeah, good uh, six months in the making, so we'll make some decisions as we get closer to the finish line. You are going to be on my on my on my show, and it's a fun show. It's a fun show. It's only a thirty minute show. We we don't, and it's been it's been really fun. Um, I'm doing a, a, some of the Stonewall Youth Book Awards. One of the things that the Stonewall Library does is we provide age appropriate gay and lesbian books to 21 different um, gay straight alliances in the high schools. Uh, the, things like, uh, you, you know, the, the, there are youth books. There's a ton of books. If you get on on the American Library Association and look for, you know, gay and lesbian youth books, there's tons of tons of young young kid books that are coming out books and things like that. And they love biographies. The kids love the biographies. I, I, I'm always blown away with what, and we give them away. We don't we don't loan them out. You know, so. Um, right. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. So I'm I, and I, I brought I publicize the, the the radio show through uh, the youth group so that they can come on. And actually, I'm doing a live show on the 13th of April with the youth group, and they're going to be reading poetry on, on the oh, air. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we tried to do it. So, so the library, the Stonewall Library, is not just a bunch of old books and stuff like that. It's a, it's a, If you ever in Fort Lauderdale or in some of the cities, we're going to be starting to do, uh, we're very blessed with a lot of grants and, and, and some very nice angelic people who have given us shitloads of money. And we are now going to be uh, doing national tours of some of our exhibits, the Anita Bryan exhibit, uh, the Harlem uh, Gay Renaissance exhibit, things like that. So we have these all these exhibits that are on the road right now. So it's kind of nice. And that's what I've been and doing. And that is every Thursday, you said? Thursday at 9 p.m. It's called Stonewall Live. And it's all one word, Stonewall Live. 
And, uh, you know, about half, 99% of the people don't know what Stonewall is, so I feel like explain it. So, it's so people can go and listen live Thursday nights at 9 at www.blogtalkradio.com slash uh, Stonewall Live. All one and word. And yes. they can also Thank find you. more information on uh, the HIV cruises, so it's hetero and gay at HIVcruises.com and positivecruise.com. Am I correct with the address? That's true. You did, you did very well. And if you just... <laughs> I will I will friend everyone on Facebook. Nate Clarfeld. There you go. Look for Nate on uh, on Clarfeld. I was going to say look for Nate on Facebook. Um, Nate, thank you so much for for sitting with us this hour. It was it was great to to find out what's going on. And, and again, give us the dates of the cruise real quick before we let you go, okay. so we can November fifth. People know how much time they have to save. Right, November fifth through twelfth, twenty eleven. Uh, I would say by August or September, we're going to close it up because we just it takes us that long to keep get everybody. Uh, you know, situated. Uh, I just in the chat room I put Paul's Paul's email address, but it's also on hivcruise.com. Uh, you can get a hold of me at nateclarfeld at gmail.com, and I'll give you all the information. November fifth through twelfth, you'll be seeing me running around. <laughs> That's awesome, true, Nate. So that gives people plenty of time, six months to save some money and to go on this cruise because because really it's it's basically almost like a conference. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. It's incredible. We 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 did have nine. I, I counted today. We had nine different uh, different educational programs. In, in well, and in, I'm sorry. I have to say. I mean, that twelve hundred dollars or whatever the prices you were quoting, like that's all inclusive, and that right. is amazing. You know, I mean, that's like, that's that's dirt cheap for for right. for a trip like that. So. And Great I didn't mention we have an open cocktail party the night before one of the gay guest houses does a, a Friday night kickoff party for us, just for us. So oh, that's awesome, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. Good night, boys. Good Bye-bye. night. Have a good one. I will. So I, I want to go back to that um, uh, again, Jack. What were you saying that was so coincidental? That, um, Reichen, message? Reichen text me, literally, while we were talking, like, and then I, I answered him back because it's well, it was just random. Like he texts me, he's like, um, "Hey, are you in town?" I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "I'm in." He's in New Orleans, and he's coming here. And I'm like, um, "Oh," I go. I, he's like, "Well, I, I'm in town until I close on my apartment in Miami. I have to go down the beginning of mo- of next month." And um, he's like, "Are you moving to Miami?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just." You know, I bought a little condo there. It's a piece of crap. But um, so then he mentioned his name, and I'm like, that's so weird. Like, it's such a small freaking world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So uh, tell us about these awards. Uh, where was this? You were at some Anfar dinner or some Anfar event? Tell us a little bit about oh that. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. So I didn't really even know. So the Anfar had their 25-year annual New York City gala, like, and it was star-studded. And I didn't really, I know um, the woman that does PR there, and, like, a lot of the times the tickets are, like, a $1,000 a seat, and I just can't afford that, obviously. So, um, you know, I, I, a lot of times I'm like, well, listen, I'll, I'll pay, you know, for the cheapest seat if, if I can, and if you can just shove me in the back, like, I don't care. I'll I just want to go. And, <laughs> yeah, literally, I'll, like, serve hors d'oeuvres. I don't care. But um, I had actually no idea, because they do a, multiple events throughout the years that I've been to and media awards and just like GLAAD does and, and HRC does, and some are really fancy and some are, you know, more local. And 
this one I got to, and I was like, I walked in the door literally, and like there was Anna Wintour standing in front of me and Kenneth Cole. And like, if you go on my Facebook page, you can see all the pictures. It was like, Bill Clinton spoke for half an hour, and like people were crying, and Chelsea Clinton was there, and um, Ju- um, Juliana, Juliana Marley's Alan Cumming. Um, uh, Iman, I got my picture taken with Iman. Um, Elton John, Gladys Knight, Dionne Warwick, like Patti LaBelle, like everybody. It was crazy. So um, it was really fun. It was it was really really fun. And um, you know, I just put my pigment suit on and went and did the whole thing. I just had no idea what to expect. So I got black tie, and I'm like, because at the very last minute of the day, before, she's like, okay, I can get you a seat. So I went, and it was great. Yeah, it looked like it was a fun time. Yeah, totally. I was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I actually sat with Regan Hoffman from Paul's Magazine, and she was um, she she was great. And um, I taught her how to tweet while we were because we kept tweeting like, "Oh my God, Bill Clinton speaking!" Like it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We're actually going to have uh, Sean Group um, from Paul's Magazine, uh, the founder of Paul's Magazine. He's going to be on the 27th on the show. Um, oh, awesome. That, that you know you were just talking about that, and then next week I'm really excited because next week um, we're going to be speaking with uh, Daddy Dab Garner from Dab the AIDS Fair Project. He's celebrating um, 30 years living with HIV, and he is in March. Dab the AIDS Fair is turning 30 years old as well, so kind of a big uh, you know thing for him. And I'm kind of excited that he's going to come on and share it with us. Say what you know, I'm sorry. That, I said I'm a very I'm excited that he's going to come on and share his you know his 30 years and his yeah 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 and I mean that's like you know like it's there this is a 30 year anniversary of HIV so right so he's a he's a trooper that's amazing yeah I'm excited to have him on and and all the great stuff that he does um, with that so who knows um, other than that I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to talk about oh I wanted to talk to Nate about the newly diagnosed but I totally forgot. We got so wrapped up in his crew. <laughs> talk so, about um, talk to him about what the newly uh, the newly diagnosed group that he runs. He's a um, moderator for the newly diagnosed group on the Positive Network, and he really oh cool reached out to those people um, who are newly diagnosed, and he says a lot of people you know will join the site anonymously because they can do that because they're you know they want to hide um, right. their identity, and they they send him emails you know questions about different things, and he's been able to help, and he's. Talked about how healing it was for him, but also how healing it is for them to have a place to come. So that was great. So, awesome. other than that, I'm just you know getting ready to do the this positive living conference. I'm kind of excited. It's my first time really presenting, and I heard this is right. like a big conference with like 400 people. So now that makes it even a little bit more nerve wracking. <laughs> oh please. Than, than it was before. So I have to like get my whole thing together and learn how to put together a friggin' slideshow and all that good stuff. <laughs> You'll be fine. All the fun stuff. Who knows? But um, we are all out of time, so um, you know it was a great show. I think it was great. It was nice to have you back. I feel like I haven't talked to you forever, Jack. I know. I'm sorry. My life is crazy, that. and I actually I have some crazy stories like of weird. I'm actually auditioning right now to be a host on HS at the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> I've had, I've had four interviews, and I think I'm going to go to and fly down to St. Petersburg to do a screen test. So I've had this weird, all this weird stuff going on in my life, and I'm trying to write this book, and 
so yeah, my life is the usual shit show of Jack McEnroe, but um, um, you know, I try, I try to give you guys fair warning. I'm usually like, okay, I'm, I'm so good. Eight hours in before, you know, I'm so good. So, so I'm glad I'm back. That's funny. That's funny. Well, it was great to have you with me this week, and I will talk to you soon. And for everyone listening, you can join us here next week, same time, same place. Uh, you can find more information on Jack at jackmackenroth.com and more information on me and the radio show at pauseim.com. Thank you all for tuning in. Jack, have a great week. Bye, kids. You have a great week, too. Now we can go Bye, back Robert. to watching the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks.